0: It is so well defined. We what we have play. to do today, we got to go to
1: work. We got to do. All right, everyone! It's time for another NFL in London podcast. Wade McWayne and Ryan Collar here for you.
0: Yes, hello. It is Back week, again. It's Back week again.
1: three. You got an exciting game on tap, and lots of exciting games. Uh, let's start with our Thursday night football game. Um, oh, the, Steelers horrib- the Steelers are horrible. The Steelers are horrible. And uh, a good thing on the running game of the Browns, because otherwise, oh, it's just a bad game to watch. It was a bad game to watch in in shortened in a 40 minutes
0: yeah it was ugly it was even shorter for me and the 12 minutes of highlights I could only find time for because that's all the Trubisky time I can really give it yeah it was just like he's bad I don't know why yeah. they're continuing to go down this route like you got Kenny Pickett the Pittsburgh guy if you're a Pittsburgh fan you feeling any confidence the rest of the season all you're doing is craving to see this quarterback to see what you have I think you figured out what you got with Trubisky mm-hmm. um one of my favorite things though is the um, the fumble at the end of the or oh. the end of the game play, which cost a lot of people a lot of money. oh it's yeah, $10. that was a lot of
1: money it became a big game at that point you know big spread at that point yeah,
0: yeah and that because because they were covering it was like the seven and a half, which a lot of people did that, and then that happened, which also got like um chase Claypool like negative point six yeah. Which is gonna cost people some fan. There's just so many things that were hilarious about that last play. The Cleveland defense, if anyone's playing it, because right now, wh- why wouldn't you play any defense that's going up against Pittsburgh? Yeah. Like they have no offense. Yeah, they're um, not
1: gonna score. they and and their running game is is not gonna scare you. And a G Harris is not gonna scare you.
0: Right. And then you have George Pickens who made that incredible catch. Yeah. But, he's not. He barely gets targeted. It's just. It's a mess. And I think you got to go to Kenny Pickett. I think Trubisky's got one more, and then it's it's backup for lifetime for Trubisky. I think.
1: Well, according to Mike uh, Tomlin, no, we're we're happy with our quarterback. No, that's he's, what I
0: mean. They're going to get one more game. one more game. One more, and it.
1: then you got to see what happens. And then if that guy sucks as well, well, it's suckety suckety. Well, he's a rookie. He's supposed to suck. Yeah,
0: that's the point of it.
1: Yeah, and at least give him a chance. Exactly. Let's, Let's move on to some of our picks uh, for the predictions for this weekend. We're going to go through some of the games. I'm going to start with the AFC where the Baltimore Ravens uh, scored a lot of points last week, but then got scored against. They're facing a new England Patriots team that has been anemic in scoring Patriots are uh, favorite, sorry, Baltimore's favorite in this one by three points. The over under is 44. Both teams are one and one Baltimore defense. You got to wonder about them when Miami was just able to light them up so quickly.
0: Yeah, that's the worrisome part, is that's what you really want to know, is what is this Baltimore, how does this Baltimore defense respond? Mm -hmm. Because they got actually the perfect team to respond against, uh, the Matt Patricia-led offense of the Patriots. So if ever need a bounce back game to feel good about yourselves, this is the one. Um, I think it's just, I think the difference is just going to be Lamar. Lamar is going to make New England's linebackers look old, and a lot of their players look slow, because that was one of the complaints about him. In last year in that playoff game is they just looked slow and mm-hmm. this is going to be and this is the ultimate t- I think um, Lamar is coming off that ba- you know great game but bad loss is going to be pissed he, again every game he's playing with that chip on his shoulder so I don't expect him to really have um, any really bad ones I think the days of like Belichick being able to come up with a game plan to really slow down Lamar I don't think this he has the the players to do it for this one so um, I'm just going, Patriots just I haven't been impressive. There's nothing that makes me think this is Baltimore home opener after that devastating loss. Oh, sorry, Baltimore on the road. After that devastating loss, they got to come back. So I'm going with Baltimore to win 30-17. Uh, to 17.
1: Here's, here's the thing I, I noticed about Baltimore. And, and, and look, Bill Belichick has had uh, Lamar Jackson's number over the years. He has. And, and I don't see that changing in this game. I think what we really saw last week is, yeah, Baltimore can stop the run. Which will suck for Damian Harris, but you can torch him. And and if you know you get Jacoby Meyer back, uh, and you've got that. I, I think Mac yeah, Jones, there's a big
0: difference between Jacoby Myers and Oh god, yeah. And and Tyreek and Hill and those guys. And Waddle, so. But
1: you know, there's also the differences at the defense of New England. So I, I'd actually like New England to cover this one. Um, I think they could actually beat them. Oh, uh, and, and so I've got this one as a tight game. I've got Baltimore winning by one point. I got Miami covering, I get 21, 20. I think it's going to be an under game. These guys generally play in the under. Uh, so yeah. I don't think it's gonna be a lot of points. Uh, I think it's gonna be quite boring. Uh, so I'll be red zoning this, this game. The one game I won't be red zoning. And I know you won't either, Ryan Buffalo bills two and oh miami two and oh i thought buffalo you were favorite. gonna
0: say houston chicago
1: well no uh <laughs> i am look that game is going to be so under i don't even think that's going to hit 18 points so um <laughs> but this game is 53 points in the over under um buffalo will be wearing blue in a heat wave and uh you're very hot down there missing yeah. a lot of it could be nine starters missing for buffalo Oof, in this yeah. One. yeah um doesn't make it very good but again miami when you look at what buffalo has done to other teams this season uh you wonder is is Miami gonna be able to actually do anything in this game five and a half points is, is the spread in this one um uh, so how do you how do you find your bills I,
0: well yeah I, I'm a little bit worried I'm not like not like buying all the hype because if you look at the Dolphins even though the Dolphins too is playing great incredible four touchdowns in the fourth quarter but going into that fourth quarter, out of seven quarters, they did not look, look like that great of a football team. So to now think that, like, holy, they're these juggernauts because of one quarter of football, I'm just not ready to say, yeah, all right, I'm terrified of what's going to happen. I'm t- a bit more scared with the fact that, you know, Hyde is going to be out, Dane Jackson's out, which Tre'Davious White's out, literally, you're t- and, and Poyer might be out. So and Gabe Davis maybe too? Holes, Gabe Davis says he's going to be playing, so he should be Okay. Um, and I think, yeah, that does worry me. I think the the good thing with the Bills is they have such good depth. Like the fact that even the, the corners, who who they have a corner rookie in Benford and Elam, who've been playing great. So I think Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier, are good enough coaches, that they can. That they're not going to get beaten like Baltimore did. They may get beaten once or twice. I think they're going to give up a bit more points because it's you have to <laughs> like you can't lose that many guys and have no drop off. That's insane. But as long as they can get that pressure with those four at the front with Von Miller and Gregory Russo, I think I I just think that Buffalo's just got too many weapons on offense. I think they bring Gabe Davis back. Josh Allen has owned them. He's like seven and zero with like nineteen to two touchdown to interception rate. So again, until I see anyone that can slow down Josh Allen, I, I think if Bol- if Josh Allen had that lead that Baltimore had, he wasn't giving it up. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to get stopped because Miami's defense has is not that impressive. Like it hasn't been that this world beating D. And again, this is to me, this is all about who's got the best quarterback. Two has looked great, but Josh Allen's on an, I think another level. So I'm going to go with the Bills to cover this.
1: Uh, 30 to 23. Yeah, my, my thing is going to be that heat and, and those blue jerseys. It's going to eventually start to wear down on the Buffalo team. I can see them building up a good lead. Miami chunking away at it. But unlike Baltimore, Buffalo being able to stave them off. I do have Miami covering this one only because it's at home. I think yeah, five I and a saying, half. I can,
0: see them covering, I can even see Miami winning this. But you could me, until I see Josh. Anyone slow down Josh Allen. Since yeah. this terry has been on, this confident, especially the way Diggs has been playing. But it's it's a Buffalo
1: D. It's it's a big differential factor that I have been against Baltimore. But I, I still think that in the heat of this, and the Buffalo off to a strong start, you take a bit of a dip here, but I still have Buffalo winning this one. 33-28, five points, you know, but a five and a half point spread. I'm going to go with that one. The AFC continues to swirl like a floater in a bowl. As Cincinnati sure. is 0-2, Taking on the New York Jets at home, who are one and one. Jets are Cincinnati's favorite by six and a 45-point over-under. And I think a lot of us have wondered so far, where is Cincinnati's O-line this year? Joe Burrow getting sacked, intercepted, just smacked around both games. Um, And, you know, you you sort of wonder what's going to happen. Joe Flacco, one of the top QBs in the league.
0: Broadway Joe.
1: Showing it off. Um, But the interesting thing I have here is that, you know, Cincinnati was seven point favorite over Dallas and they're only six over the jets. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I, I don't that's, get
0: this line. That feels that's a spicy line to it's take. I really, I really want to, I really want to take this. I think I'm going to bet this line. I think it's as the jet. I think if you're the Bengals and you're Joe Burrow, there, there's not much more, most or many more games are as big as a must win to start a season as this yeah. one is, you know, especially last year. I think the jets beat the Bengals. Mm-hmm. They had a weird game last year. So like to, to, and Joe Burrow needs to have a good game. I think even Jamar Chase has been struggling. You know, in that first good game, he had that touchdown again. We would have got called back. Mm-hmm. That, got, that did. But I think, to me, the Bengals just have to come out here and blow them out of the water. I think Flacco had that nice little run against it. I think they are a much better team, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. The Jets are at least much more competitive than they were the last couple of years. So um, I don't think there's going to be some sort of, like, absolute blowout. But I think Higgins is back. Chase is going to have a big game. Um, especially with all the points they were giving up Jets against the Browns. Um, I think the Bengals really get back on track with Mixon. Uh, But Flacco's going to keep it fun. And I'm going to go with uh, 35 to 27. Big score in game for the the Bengals.
1: Yeah, I mean, that pass rush is something Joe Flacco hasn't seen yet. And and they put a lot of pressure, obviously. Not enough pressure on the Dallas Cowboys, but enough pressure that he hasn't seen a pass rush like this. Um, So I think it's going to be a real problem for them uh and, and i really think this is the get right game if if chubb and hunt it has to
0: be <laughs> if
1: chubb <laughs> and hunt were able to trample um you know the the, the jets you got you get run over man joe mixon's gonna have fun yeah so a big game for him i got a 31 17 um but uh yeah cover and spread this is the get right game and you get right in new york where they they suck at home uh, this game in the nfc uh could have been good but there's so many injuries New Orleans is one and one going and visiting Carolina where Matt rule could be ruled out of a coaching job. Very soon. The Panthers are zero and two new Orleans is favored by two and a half points in this one in a 41 point over under everyone knows not a lot of scoring going on in this one. Jameis uh, is probably gone. They're saying, but Alvin Kamara will probably be back. Well,
0: that's, it, that's yeah, good. this
1: defense uh, with new Orleans defense has been able to keep games low. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what Baker Mayfield and Christian McCaffrey are able to do here.
0: Yeah, this is going to be an ugly game. This one's not going to be fun to watch. I think he, you have like the Saints who, again, you just can't put, you can't forget how important uh, Sean Payton was to that team. He was the offensive play call. He was the the Andy Reid, the guru, mm-hmm. the guy who was making moving it up and down and without him, they just don't look like a really competent offense. I think last week hurt with not having Kamara, so – and again, they need to use him in the same way that the Carolina needs to use McCaffrey. This is one of those games where the running backs need to be included in the game because they're game changers. They're the mm-hmm. ones that kind of set the pace, that open up the play act, that do everything. And if and I don't understand why Rules just hasn't been feeding McCaffrey the ball, even though I know I, he's on my fantasy team. <laughs> this is yeah. why I feel like I'm <laughs> doing a speech for him. But mm-hmm. it does make sense. Like Baker's not looking great you know how you get Baker in a nice rhythm get him a couple first downs with McCaffrey get him confidence up like this thing that let Baker sling it all around the field like it just doesn't look good this year and I think they got to go back to what made Carolina great and that is McCaffrey and what makes basically the the Saints even when Drew Brees was there was Camara was Mm -hmm. such a weapon even in the short passes it's like a run just get them involved but I don't know who's going to, win this game. Do you know what I'm, I'm going to go with the saints. Cause I think they got the better defense. I just can't bet on the Panthers and Baker. They just don't lose any confidence in me. And even their everyone talks about their defense. It just hasn't seemed that impressive. I, I I think it's going to be a very low scoring game and I'm going to go uh, saints 2017.
1: I'm, I'm with you in terms of low scoring and a boring game, but I actually have Carolina cause I think they need it more. It, the one thing you will notice is, you know, the, the shutdown of the run, you know, uh, Saquon got shut down quite a bit. So Carolina's defense, I don't know what they're going to be able to do McCaffrey, but they should be able to put enough pressure uh, on on whoever is going to throw the ball. I don't know who it's going to be, but I, I have this, Carolina needs this more. Uh, and I think with the amount of injuries and if Jameis is out, this is one that Carolina can grab. So I've got them to win this one by seven, uh, 23-16, low scoring crappy game, uh, but I can see Carolina... Coming out to a bit of a lead and then holding on to it. The one game is going to be very exciting. I'm very excited to watch this one. Detroit Lions are one and one, and they're visiting the dome. They're heading to Minnesota for one and one. Minnesota favored by six and then Kirk Cousins won't have the pressure of the big night, Monday night football
0: or Sunday night football. Okay, so he's going to light it up. Here's the ultimate. Yeah. Put Cousins in all your fantasy. 52 and a, and a half points
1: is the over under. Um, now, if you look at you know sort of what Philadelphia, Did to Minnesota that defense, uh, but you know, AJ Brown, uh, what he was able to find through Detroit. What's Justin Jefferson gonna do? Um, you know, this is gonna be a high scoring game. Uh, you know, Alan, uh, Adrian Hutchinson got three sacks. So Detroit, you know, it's this is gonna be a shootout. How do you, what do you think of this one?
0: Oh, again, this is one of those games where it feels like it's gonna be a classic Vikings game. Um, I love the Lions. I think the Lions are really fun. I think the five and a half is kind of insulting. I think D- Detroit's been able to move the ball. And I think they, the Vikings got absolutely um, steamrolled on the ground, I think, which is huge for um, Swift, who's looked awesome this year. So I like seeing him. You got St. Brown is going around just dissing every receiver that's mm-hmm. been drafted before him, which is which is weird because he should technically be dissing all the GMs. Yeah. Because it has nothing to do with the receivers; they didn't have anything to do with being picked. He should—he going around being like, didn't see him. He's like, oh yeah, where is, um, you know, Brandon Bean or whatever, whoever yeah. it is talking about that. That would the be Bean, a better yeah. diss. But yeah. so, like him going around just dissing other uh, receivers is is, is is just petty. Um, but he's uh, he's amazing. Yeah. Everyone's just—it's like, a wasted roast, but he's, uh, yeah. he's got that Tom Brady chip on him, so mm-hmm. you want to keep seeing him. Please, like, why wouldn't you think he's just going to keep? playing again, especially against a Minnesota team that gives up lots of points that likes to go into shootouts, especially likes to play in domes. Mm -hmm. So uh, to me, even though I think the Lions, I think the five minutes, I think Minnesota is going to win, but I think it's going to be much closer game because I think Jefferson's going to be able to, he's going to have a big, big game at home on the turf. He's going to have, especially after last week, which wasn't that great of a game on on Monday night. So I'm going to go with them to win a 33 30, a big shootout. I'm I'm
1: in for a shootout as well in this one, but I have Detroit winning. I I think Detroit actually wins the game. I think they come back. They've been close at it. I I just know if cousins and the factor, the Detroit defense, I think is a play the factor in the end. I think Detroit, like they always do is going to go down early and you will be like, Oh my God, what's happening to this team. And then they inch their way back like they have before I've got it 35, 33, 68 points in a, just a blowout shootout. Um, but I like Detroit to cover this one. Another interesting cover game. We move on to another AFC game. Kansas City Chiefs are 2-0, and they're six-point favorites over the 0-1-1 Indianapolis Colts. A lot of people are wondering what the hell is going on in Indianapolis. Matty Ice looks like he's frozen out. He hasn't had a lot of play people to, to throw it to. Jonathan Taylor uh, has been lackluster. So you sort of wonder in this one. You know They are scoring a lot. They're getting a lot of yards, though. If you look at their games, they're getting a lot of yards. They're just They're just not finishing it off. How is yeah. this game going to be interesting for a Kansas City team favored by six with a 50.5 over under?
0: I love it. I'm betting this. I love this five and a half. Are you kidding me? Like, the Colts are terrible. They have looked awful. They have absolutely no weapons on offense. And if you, I, there's just, I can't see any way that they're going to be able to keep up with Patrick Mahomes playing on the turf in the dome with all his weapons that he's going to be able to do. I, I, I'm going to hit this five and a half all day. To me, this feels like, the best bet of the week, which is probably why it's going to lose. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually better, to be fair, when I do my bets um, at Labros. I'm actually I do much better than my bets with you, than my really? picks with you. Picks with you are kind of like off the top how I feel about it. But then once I sit and do a bit of homework, but this is the one I'm sticking with no matter what. Nothing's okay. going to change my mind. I like KC to win this big. I, I man, you're the Colts. So you got shut out to the Jags last week, like. You barely you went into you tied Houston the week before, and now you got the Chiefs, and this is going to be a game you turn it around. I just don't see it. I don't think uh, Houston. I don't think India has a defense to stop them. And I think Kansas City again is hearing all the Buffalo talk, all the Buffalo talk, and I think they want to keep reminding people that they're they're the they're still the dog to beat, the top mm-hmm. dog. So I'm going to go uh, just an easy win, easy win. I'm going to go uh, 37 to 20 wow
1: I you know I was thinking maybe if Shaq Leonard came back uh even
0: more reason that
1: happen. would help that would help Indianapolis but it doesn't look like he is going to be back I this is the game to me I don't know I think I think Kansas City might look ahead on these guys uh, and I think it might be one of those games that Kansas City builds up a score I like Indianapolis to cover this one only I think oh. six points is a lot and, and I've got uh, I've got Indianapolis I've got Kansas City to win this one 30 to 26 I think Indianapolis makes a a last bit of a comeback, but they still can't cover. Uh, they'll still cover it, but they won't win. Uh, but I just think six points might be too far on this one uh, with the amount of yards that Indianapolis is getting. So I, I got uh,
0: Indianapolis to cover. Oh. Uh, we'll see what <laughs> I know, I know it's going to happen now, but I'm still betting it. I'm betting, I, know. I don't care. I'm betting it. The battle of the 0-2 teams,
1: <laughs> who shouldn't be 0-2, Las Vegas is 0-2, struggling to try to get wins together in Tennessee also an 0 2 team, and Tennessee just looks absolutely horrible. Uh, they're favored by two points in this one. They're at home with a 45.5 over-under. Uh, when Lewin got hurt, uh, you know, last week, it was a big thing, because suddenly Ryan Tannehill's has no protection, and it looks like he's out for the season. So that just means it's going to be a, a lot more difficult for Ryan Tannehill to not only protect himself, but also for Henry to get off the, uh, off the yards, off the front. Um, Las Vegas obviously Getting blown away by Arizona last week uh, after building up a lead, uh, and then Hunter Renfro is out for this game as well. How do you like
0: this one? I, I don't. I don't like this game. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd bet on this one. This one to me is two desperate teams who kind of like have a lot of same problems where you know they're not. They like, Carr and, and Tannehill aren't playing their best football. They're actually hurting their team more than anything. The Raiders, even though like. Adams looked great last week, two or two weeks ago. Week one, last week, he we said two catches, twelve yards. Like mm-hmm. that can't happen. Then you got Renfro who wasn't even playing well. You got, um, I think Jacobs is out. I don't think he's playing either. So to me, this game is just injuries. In the NFL, there's just injuries all over the place. It feels like started out. Right week started three. we go. So, exactly. I think yeah. Again, like you said, with Luan, with Luann out, I think the Raiders can finally really get some rush. Uh, the Bills were able to get in Tannehill's face a lot. So I think they and the Raiders, you know, with Jones and Crosby are just as good as uh, anyone the Bills have. So um, I just I think Henry's going to be able to eat. I think you have to give it to him. It has to have a big game. Um, I'm going to go with the Raiders just because I think they're in the tougher division. They're much more desperate. I think. Tannehill's just got the feel of a guy who's just like they're waiting to put Malik Willis in. So I go with the Raiders to win 24-20.
1: Exact score that I've got. 24-20 Vegas victory. Um, Yeah, they both suck. They both need a victory. But to me, Tennessee is in a more of a dire straits because I wasn't a big fan of Tannehill last year, but they had an O-line. They could protect them. They could run the ball. And obviously, you know, the gaps came and it showed when you had no one to, to really throw to. Uh, and and they got stuffed by Jacksonville. So I like Las Vegas. I think that you know when you're popping the bubbly and celebrating uh, beating the Arizona, and it comes back to slap you in the face. A bit of humility, but I like uh, Las Vegas to win this one. The team that keeps on moving. Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Is there two and zero and six and a half point favorites over the over the revenge game. Carson Wentz is playing for the Washington commies. He's one and uh, one. Forty seven points over under. In this one, man, he wants uh, to get back to these guys. But yeah. is, is justice uh, going to be too salty uh, for, yeah. for Carson Wentz, given that Philadelphia, who we saw against Minnesota, you know, shut him down. <clears throat> and if you think that, you know, that the Washington team was struggling to contain, you know, wide receivers, uh, and now you, you've got, you know, AJ, you've got, you know, so many, you've got, her, you've got so many things, so many tools, not to mention facing a quarterback like Jalen Hurts, who just runs
0: all over the place. Yeah, he was, he looks great this year. I was, I, I'm genuinely surprised how amazing he's how fantastic mm-hmm. he looks. Uh, I think again, I think this six and a half, I'm gonna go with the commanders not to win the game. I think I think the Eagles are gonna win, but I think it's gonna be close. I think division games are always close. The fact that fact, it's in Washington, um, so it's gonna be a bit tougher. Hey, Hertz is gonna be able to do what he wants, I think. AJ Brown has been absolutely dominant. And this is just shows, like, maybe I think next year people are going to be like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't trade our best receiver.
1: Mm-hmm, I yeah.
0: think this year, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll pay him because yeah. uh, I think getting rid of him doesn't seem to be working a lot for teams like the Packers and um, and Tennessee. Um, I think Wentz is, listen, he's, he's Wentz. He's going to have these games. He's going to chuck it all over. Dotson's look great, mm-hmm. you know, across from McLaurin. You know, they got, they got the pieces to move it down the field. they got the offense. They don't have a great defense. So I feel like this one's going to be a bit of a shootout. Uh, But I think the commanders are going to keep it close. I'm going to go uh, Eagles 30-27.
1: Yeah, I I think it'd be an interesting game, but Philly's going to be too much for them in this one. You know, Philly is starting to move along. They they look like the team in the NFC that could be going to the Super Bowl. Uh, I, I just, I can't see them stopping them. I can't see Philadelphia getting stopped in this one. And so as much as Wentz has got some, you know, targets, that Philadelphia defense is going to stop them. And I think they're going to get them. I got it 31 to 20. Uh, I think it might be a few garbage plays for Wentz for them, but uh, easy, another easy win for Philadelphia. Our final game of the six o'clock game is the one everyone is so excited about. You say, man, those Houston Texans at (laughs) 0-1-1 facing the Chicago Bears at 1-1. and Bears are favored. What the way, How Two and a half point favorites with a you get it 40 point over under people not thinking this is going to be a big scoring game
0: and interesting thing chicago
1: <laughs> defense and this is an interesting thing i was i was watching on the tv is a number two defense in pressure rate in all the nfl right now and, and they don't blitz so you're talking about a defense the chicago defense is is a, put a lots of pressure on uh and it could be something that davis mills is the, not used to seeing uh, this is going to be a low scoring possibly yes. not exciting not exciting game in soldier field
0: or it's one of those weird ones that becomes amazing because could be. it's just two teams that no one wants to watch and ends up being the best game of the day. Probably won't be that. Um, I, I'm going to go with the Bears to win this. Yeah, like you said, in a low-scoring game. I think Montgomery could have a big game. Um, again, the Texans. I, we're kind of hoping that uh, Davis Mills would take a bit of a more of a. He's just kind of been playing. Mm-hmm. Doesn't feel like he's. Taken that little bit of a step that you wanted to. Again, it's not really his fault. <laughs> the guy no. he has only as I like cooks to throw to. Um, like every everyone's preseason, Darlin' Damon Pierce might finally get a good game. Again, everyone he at the draft, people are drafting him so early, and he's barely done anything. um But to me, I'm just gonna go. With, I think Fields is is a bit better than um Davis Mills. I think they're at home, and I think you're right. I think that Bear steve is just gonna make it a bit tougher on houston but i don't yeah i'm gonna go uh bears 23 texans 17.
1: yeah i got it 21 18 low scoring hitting the under I, th- I think pierce actually because of what dylan and-, and jones did to the bears i think he that might be their only hope and i think montgomery i think it's just gonna be a running game with quarterbacks yeah. getting intercepted hopefully justin fields I mean, he, he hasn't even
0: throw the ball. Can, he doesn't. He, he hasn't. He has,
1: I don't think he's been given the confidence to. And I think hopefully this is one where they're like, run and chuck it, buddy. Run and chuck. He could, and he could be one of those ones where the Fields lights it up.
0: He's one of those guys. Like he's kind of in the in the mold of those guys who play street ball in a way. And it just yeah. like you know let let the reins off him. Just let him go play a little street ball every you now. Like Kyler does when he has to. Like when Josh Allen and Mahomes, all the Lamar, all the best quarterbacks. Like, Herbert, yeah. all the best quarterbacks can go that, like, let's just play football and just see what happens and make plays ourselves. And they need to let him do that.
1: Well, that's, that's the hope. Uh, I don't have a lot of hope, but it's going to be a boring game, but uh, we'll see what happens. Moving on to our nine o'clock games. Uh, this one is exciting. You've got Jacksonville who are one and on visiting the LA chargers. who are also one and one chargers favored by three, but Justin Herbert, uh, his ribs uh, is questionable in this one. They don't know if he's going to actually play in this one um jacksonville this is the first time they're gonna be playing a tough defense they haven't really had a tough defense in this one chargers favored by three at home we know how the home crowd at the chargers really doesn't help at all uh jacksonville you know they 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 put it they shut out a team last week so you got to feel high after that
0: yes yeah this is a this is a tough one i think again we don't know what's really gonna happen hopefully chase daniels plays mr uh Mr. Backup, who's made so much the best career earnings for oh, yeah. backup. Like just unbelievable how much money this guy's made. He never has to play. It's fantastic. Yeah. But now he's gonna finally have to play. Um, if again, I have it's I can't imagine they're gonna risk Herbert. I think again at Jacksonville, this isn't like it's a division game. No. I think they have to be kind of smart and just sit him. I, I just think it's not worth the long term if he just gets any big hits, especially the Jags team that does have some guys that can hit. Like, they got Josh Allen. You know, uh, number one, pick a walker. It's, they're just, they're, I think the char- Jags have a potential to make this like, a little upset game. Yeah, they um, could. I, I'm going to pick them to cover. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to go, okay, can I do a, like a caveat? Okay, if here's the caveat. If Herbert, if Herbert plays. plays, I'm going to go Chargers to win 27-23. Okay. But if Herbert doesn't play, then I'm going to go Jacksonville upset uh, 23-20.
1: I, I don't think he would play. I mean, it's it's one thing to get him. Who wants to rush him? And I'm going
0: to take Jacksonville regardless to cover the spread. Yeah. I, I
1: mean, Jacksonville defense, when you look at it, they, they're playing. They, they're, you know, they rush. They pass rush. They're quick at you. Um, and I think that they might look at that and go, oh, you know what? Let's just give him a week. Let's just see what Chase can do. Um, I, I, I think L.A. will still win, though. And I think that Jacksonville is just... Jacksonville just has that wawa. They just they screw up sometimes, and I think they even they could get to a lead in this one and screw it up. I've got Jackson or L.A. Chargers covering it twenty four to twenty. The big game everyone's waiting for. Um, what if you were to cut the arms off of Tom Brady <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: and Aaron Rodgers and
0: Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, uh,
1: you'd have two teams. Uh, Green Bay one and one against Tampa two and zero. Tom Brady like has no one to throw to. In fact, Neither they're saying Rogers. he might. He has no one to throw. Tom Brady's also on the injury list right now. Um, So there's potential Tommy doesn't even play, which could really suck. He's going to play. Todd Bowles has, has acknowledged the fact that Leonard Fournette is taking on a massive workload. Continues to take on a too big of a load for this team.
0: Yeah, they're going to, they're in a, a bat again, both teams. Like, and then you have the Packers on the other side, Sammy Watkins out, shocking. Mm-hmm. As the sun rises, Sammy yeah. Watkins goes on the injuries. Well, that's
1: what knocked him out. He got knocked out yeah, by yeah, Sunrise, which is crazy.
0: Absolutely. It's like, oh my God, that sunrise is bright. Oh, I can't it. Yeah, again, they got Cobb injured. Again, this is going to be an ugly, I think, Aaron Jones versus Fournette game. Who would mm-hmm. have thought when they booked this game, uh, they were like, yeah, Brady yeah. Rogers going to be a shootout. It's going to be like 6-3. Oh yeah, it's just going to be ugly again. You and then Rogers got to go against one of the best defenses in the league. Like like, Tampa's looked awesome on defense, so he's just sitting there probably shitting himself, being like, "Oh man, where's Devontae? I got no one to throw to. Yeah, I got no one to throw to." So, oh man, I don't know what's going to. And then on the other side, you got Green Bay. He's got a great defense. They're going to be coming at. Yeah. Brady, whose offensive line's in tatters, he's got absolutely no one to throw to. And Cole Beasley's not, I think they just signed him, but he's not gonna be ready. Yeah,
1: he won't be ready right? now.
0: Um, so my goodness, I think Russell Gage could be actually a really good fantasy um mm-hmm. guy to take this week. So I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go with Brady. I just All think right. I'm gonna say just the fact that um it's in Tampa. And I just think they got the better. Right now, they got the better defense, but I think it's going to be really ugly. I don't think it's going to. I think it's going to be 24 21 bucks.
1: I surprisingly have Green Bay winning this one. And it's only because they've got the double headed running backs of Dylan and Jones. And I think Dylan, you know, he, he'll have a better game than Jones will in this one. He's just more power, just gooning it right into that defense. They will have to keep running it and running it and running it and running it. I've got it 21 to 18. It's going to be under i think it's good it could be field goals all day um it just could be a sad it's sad not going to be as
0: fun as it, as it should be it's not going to be as fun as it should be
1: but yeah 21 18 i think it's it's going to be sort of the uh, uh under in this one uh moving on to the next game oh this one sort of looks like a sucker er- atlanta is zero and two they're heading into seattle who are one and one it's a pick them in this one and they, originally that seattle did have a, a a bit of a two-point favorite, then it, it became down to nothing. Forty-two points is the over/under in this one. Both teams struggle, but you know Atlanta has put some points on, but in garbage time. Um, what's garbage time going to look like for them now?
0: Well, yeah, they again. They, uh, there's been lots to talk about getting Kyle Pitts involved. They haven't been using him. Like Drake London's looked great. Mm-hmm. Aderson had a good first week, not so much the second week, but. Again, at least they're able to kind of move the ball and score some points, the Falcons. Like, the Seahawks are one of the worst offenses in the league. They can't yeah. do anything. Like, Geno's not moving the ball. That They have no running game. Like They even – DK Metcalf in a couple of weeks probably be complaining uh, to be traded because this is just, it's just not going to be pretty. I think Mariota's at least going to be able to get some yards with his feet. I think the Seahawks are just not a good team. I think the Falcons are going to get their first win of the season this week. Um, Meredith is gonna keep his job for one more week because I think he's eventually gonna get pulled. He hasn't been anything that's like, oh wow, he's yeah, he looks like a number three overall pick, and maybe just needed that second chance. But I really want to see something with with um with Pitts. Like he's gotta start getting him involved. This guy was supposed to be a general, he's the fourth overall pick on this guy. So yeah, and to just have him just sitting there getting no targets being wasted is just a it's just irresponsible coaching. So Arthur Smith's got to find a way to get him involved. Even put him out there. He's big enough, fast enough to be a receiver. Put yeah. him as your second receiver. So um, I think we finally see maybe a good Pitts game, especially against the Seahawks. So I'm going to go uh, Falcons 27, Seahawks 13. Ooh, bit of, bit of a beating. Yeah.
1: I, I, I've got a low scoring. I got it again, a 21-18 game. Just just low, I think Drake London, because he's the number one receiver for them. I think Drake London lights it up. I think I got him with hundred yards this one. Um, but I've got a 21 to 18. Seattle, I just they just can't do anything. And and the Geno Smith, you know, you get the first emotional win or the first emotional game uh, against uh, your old quarterback, but I just they're just slip-sliding down the whole way. 21-18. Uh, another game uh for the Arizona Cardinals to come back. Big nights in Arizona. I don't know if you saw the cart, the other Cardinals. Uh, Albert Pujols hit yes. his 700, uh, 700 home run, fourth guy. So that's exciting for Arizona. What's well, not and exciting? the guy it's- who
0: caught the ball, who didn't give it back to him.
1: Yes. He's <laughs> uh, nice.
0: just like, this is my one payday. I got to do it. But exactly. I'll hold
1: on to it. Yeah. Pujols will be fine. He can pay for it. He'll be Yeah. Fine. He'll, he'll buy it up. But the Rams are visiting Arizona this weekend. The Rams are one and one, three and a half point favorite over the Arizona Cardinals, who are also one and one. 48 points and a half is the over under. Kyler Murray is one and six versus the Rams. Put that in your context and smoke. Yeah, um, his O line has gotten worse, um, and Stafford and company, although they've had that loss over the Bills, uh, they look like they're starting to move things together. Um, yeah, oh man, it, it's you just wonder if Arizona. Well, you know, this is a tough game. Another tough game to come into.
0: I know, and Arizona again, like like the Dolph- like the Dolphins, like. Arizona's looked like a bad football team for seven out of eight quarters. And then they just had that fourth quarter comeback against the Raiders. who just inexplicably, again, couldn't put up any points when they're up 20, nothing barely. Um, I think the Rams had a bit better of a bounce back game, but it, again, they, they, they almost let Atlanta come back and, and basically steal the game at the last yeah. second. So they still don't look like they have any sort of, they've figured out any of their running game with acres or Henderson. They look again, like ever since they've lost, um, Oh, what's his name? Hopkins? Uh, no, they're all running backs. Gurley. Ever since they got uh, Gurley. Um, they just haven't been able to figure the running back position yeah. out at all. And it's really kind of hurt them, even though they've been in the Super Bowl. I <laughs> sure, can't really say. But that's because of Stafford, um, who does look better. they got Alan Robinson a bit more involved. I think Cooper Cup. I think they're just the better team. They got their number. Um, I'm going to go with the Rams to win this. But it's going to be a pretty close game. Not going to be a blowout. I'm gonna go Rams 27,
1: uh, 24. Yeah, I, I just think the Rams are gonna to be too much for this one. That offensive line is weak. And you know, you look at that that Rams D, I think there's gonna be a lot of problems for Kyler. I I, I can see interceptions, I can see sacks. Um, I've got it 30 to 20, an easy victory. The Rams want to create some distance. This is a distance game, and for the for the you know, the Cardinals, this is it's not gonna be good because. You start taking the beatings like this from the big teams, and it shows you can't compete. Uh, another game we've got going on—it's uh, Hackett. Ah, oh, Hackett. Yeah. Everyone talks about a Hackett. San Francisco, one and one. They got Jimmy G. Trey Lance is done, and Denver is one and one. San Francisco is favorable. one and a half points in this one. Hackett um, is starting quickly being exposed as a yes. uh, as a coach that maybe maybe not so good. A um, as a hack, it yes.
0: Yeah, the the headlines are going to write themselves when he gets fired in the this. There's not many coaches that get fired in their first season, middle of the season. But the way way he's been doing things, he's on his way. Again, if he doesn't know how to figure out the time when you have your own fans chanting, maybe they're going to be back there chanting the play clock down so everyone knows uh, where they are. Um, it just doesn't I can't feel confident about this team anymore. I bet them last week to I thought they were gonna just have that bounce back game against Houston, just walk over them with that defense mm-hmm. and everything. And they were terrible. They're terrible. Now they're going up against a really solid defense with a team that now has a bit of their swagger back with Jimmy G stepping in, which I think with Kittle coming back. Like to me, I'm I'm definitely going with the Niners. I think they're just gonna make Russell, he's got no one to throw to. Again, if Judy's not at 100, percent it's just Sutton. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the Niners, who are just, to me, just the better team. And I'm going to go Niners 27, Broncos 20.
1: Yeah, for for some reason, I got a feeling that the the Broncos have to win this. They have to because it's it's him. It's at, it's in Denver, which I think will be a benefit to them. And I think they well, got. That's
0: what get that. I thought last week. Well, so did I. But ticket. I think
1: they got the running game. I think. San Fran is sort of like counting their blessings. They they've got a thing, but I think they I think they could lose this one. I feel that they could lose it. I got a feeling upset. I, and I'm looking cuz you know, you look at Federer and Nadal getting trashed uh yeah. getting trashed by a bunch of bums. Um yeah, I could see 49ers getting trashed by some bums. This yeah. is, this is my oh, really? I have got a 20 23 to 20. Uh I think San Fran will come up to a lead and and then Denver will claw its way back somehow I'm using the running game certain looks to be back as well. Moving on to our final game, it is the Monday night NFC East bonanza. Dallas, America's team, are one and one, whereas the New York Giants, New York's team, are two and zero. Oh. Um, Giants favoring this one by one point. Thirty nine points is the over under in this one. Cooper Rush, Cooper Rush, uh, oh. Jerry Jones loves a competition, and Cooper Rush is certainly bringing it to him. Um, yeah, Interesting game, this one. Giants it is. Third.
0: I just can't see the three and O Giants. They just again, even though their wins, they've been ugly. They've been absolute atrocious victories against two really bad teams. Again, the Cowboys at least have a really good defense, where they're going to be able to really keep this a low scoring game. I think the Cowboys usually just have the Giants' number lately, especially over the last few years. Zeke usually has a good game, so I just think they're just the better defense. I. Like, it's been real fun, the day ball stuff, but I think this is going to be his first kind of real test. Um, even though they're at home, I just can't. Even, I mean, even though the Giants are 2-0, to me, they're, they're not an impressive 2-0. And even as unimpressive as the Cowboys are, at least I feel like their defense is better than the Giants. I'm going basically who has the best one part of the team. Sure. And that's how bad I think. Like, again, you have the Giants who don't worry have anything on offense other than Saquon. If they can stop him. Who are they gonna to throw to? You got Kenny Galladay didn't want to play for yeah. them, and Tony who can barely get on the field. So um, I'm going Cowboys to win this. Um, not big scoring game. I'm gonna go 24 to 10. I oh, no that's not good. No, 24 17. I'm gonna 24 17. 17.
1: Putting it just over the over. I have it the under, but I have New York winning only because of their uh, defense. And, you know, if the defense was able to to shut down a lot of the running game, I think they'll shut down the running game, which then puts pressure on Cooper Rush Um, and the new quarterback. I don't think he'll be able to handle it. As long as New York stays the basics, they're still going to screw up. They're still going to get picked. They're going to get picked and sacked. Daniel Jones is going to have a hell of a day, Um, but it's all going to be who makes the least amount of mistakes. And And I think Dallas is still making too many mistakes. 20 to 13 is what I have. New York winning this game. And of course, then uh, the Giants are, are going to be, they play Pray the Bears. They play the Bears and then they uh, come to England. So oh um, interesting times. That's it for, for this episode, week three preview with Wade and Ryan. Hey, you want to play along with us? Make sure you go to our website, nfmlondon.com, find us on Facebook, and join us Our DraftKings League. DraftKings, we do it every week. We've got free ones, we've got paid contests. Play along. Folks, thanks for listening to this podcast. Enjoy and stay safe.